Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Wink Martindale versus Brian Dable. I don't know why this brings a smile to my face. And it's not because I'm rooting for any dysfunction with the Giants. It's just fun. It's fun hearing about, you know, people that don't like each other and why things fell apart. You know, it's, it's, it's just interesting. You got to admit, T, you find that a little bit interesting. It is interesting because they are, look, they had success together two years ago. It felt like things were contentious, um, really from jump this season for whatever reason. Because it goes back even, and after reading the athletic article on this, if you remember all of these things, but you didn't. You didn't think it was an issue. Right. You When you go back on things where you know how it ends, right. you say, oh, that's right. Yeah, clarity. Gable gave him a look here, and Wink gave him a look there. Right. <laughs> but what's really interesting, Dan Duggan uh, wrote this article in The Athletic about the relationship, which starts off with how it ended, which is confirming that Wink said F you to Brian Dable. And then left. And left when Dable told him that he was firing two of Wink's favorite assistants. But really the crux of the article, and I advise everybody read it if you're a Giant fan, is that Wink and Dable just had really different personalities. And that Dable is a screamer, and he's a yeller, and he yells at players, and he yells at coaches. And Wink's, you know... Very calm and condescending, and I'll throw barbs out <laughs> yeah. here and there. Snarky and <laughs> passive aggressive. <laughs> totally different, like pre- presentations. Yes. And it shouldn't have mattered because Dave's is on theoretically the offensive side of the ball, even though he oversees everything and winks on the defensive side of the ball. But it did. And it came to a head, it feels like, according to Dan Duggan, because uh, Wink was kind of telling people. <laughs> You know, God, he uh, he yells a lot. No, I mean, Dave's is. I and mean, what do you think about Dave's? It's also almost like he was undermining him in a sense. That's that's kind of what you get from reading this article. But it also feels like it's almost, but not quite, trying to paint Dave's as this loose cannon. Yes, that's how I took it. Like here's right. just a quick excerpt. Though it's not uncommon for NFL head coaches to lose their cool, multiple team sources said Dable goes overboard, particularly during games. Quote, on game day, he's a madman, one team source said. It's just brutal. That shouldn't come as a revelation, a revelation of fans who've witnessed Dable's red-faced tirades directed mm-hmm. at players for mistakes during games, and it has rankled assistants to have to endure Dable's rants while they're trying to coach. Quote, it's to the point where you've got to take your headsets off or take one ear off, another team source said. He's just completely screaming. It's like, geez, I can't even think. <laughs> so what what 
jumps out at me is, I'm sure Wink would leak some of these things, but you have team sources essentially saying Brian Dayball's a madman and he screams too much. Yeah, but what would you rather have? That or someone just kind of chilling, standing, not acting like they don't care. Because uh, that's the criticism that Robert Sala gets. Yeah, I was going to say, you're describing Robert Sala. Right. He just He's just standing there. No emotion on his face. Just kind of, eh, he reacts sometimes when things are really good, but he just kind of stands there. I think the answer to that is I want the guy that gets the most out of his players and coaches. Right. And some guys get it by screaming and yelling, and some guys get it by being calm. You know, we just saw the retirement, not the retirement, but the leaving of two legendary head coaches in Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll. And both, to me, are Hall of Fame coaches. Obviously, one's the greatest of all time. The other one's on another level. They are so different. They treated their players so differently. Of course. You experienced it. Wasn't Tom Coughlin kind of like douchey? Well, I mean. You and I ne- say that with love and respect. He's you a great just, head coach. You just never he? felt like you were connected to him. Right. He was a great coach. I would never knock him as a coach. But it just as a person, you just felt like you couldn't get close to him. And he didn't want you to. I remember him saying to me, like, I was shocked. He's like, I can't let you guys get close to me because I don't trust you. I'm like, what in the hell you mean? Hmm. You, 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 like, we would take advantage of him. And so that's just how he coached. That was his mentality. And guess what? It worked. And why did it work? Because he won two championships. I'm not saying it worked because it per, per, like created this culture or whatever you want to say. I want to say it worked because he won two championships. Right. And ultimately, there are different strokes for different folks in different organizations. And if Dave's wins, then his screaming and yelling will go off as old school. And look, he did it the you know, he he got to these guys' you know, emotions and hearts and he got the best out of them. And then Robert Sala, the same way, you could say if he works and they and they win, you'd say, "Oh, you know what? He was just a great people person." And his team loved him. Such a great players coach, and they ran through walls for yeah, him. Yeah, like yeah. it it, it works because you win. It doesn't work when you lose. That It doesn't matter all well, of these things. I think, unless it creates division within your locker room, the organization, or the staff. And that's why we're talking about this with Dabes and Wink. Yeah, and I think you hit on it. If you read this article, they make it seem, Dan Duggan makes it seem through his great reporting, that the issues really were there from the beginning. And that they were able to spray the perfume of winning over it because the Giants won. They had a really successful first year, mm-hmm. and everything was copacetic and great. And obviously, year two from moment one was a disaster. And if you've got two such different personalities, and you have Wink throwing barbs at Dayball behind his back about, oh, I'm screaming, mm-hmm. I wouldn't handle it that way. That's not healthy, and that's not going to last. So the ultimate takeaway from this entire week of Dayball versus Wink is that both come across less than perfect. And I think Brian Dable, because this is what we really care about, Wink is going to go somewhere else. All right. Brian Dable's got to make sure whatever he does, if it's just a style change or if he's still going to be a screamer, he's just got to make sure it works. But I don't think Because if it doesn't got, work, he's gone. But I don't think he's got a style change. I don't, I, I'm saying he may have to. Didn't Tom really? Coughlin have a style change? Yeah, but that was just different. Tom didn't trust the players. Mm-hmm. right? And, that, and that, that was just unfair, especially for a lot of the guys who were – so committed to the team. Strahan, Amani, you know, Eli's different because he was his first draft pick. But you know what I mean? Some of these vets, you just, it just felt like you weren't connected to him. But then he did change. But it wasn't – he didn't, like, all of a sudden say, all right, if you're two minutes late to our five-minute early meeting, then you're not fined. He still did those things. Right. right? You still had an expectation of being on time and being responsible and sitting up at your seat and putting your socks on correctly and all those other things that we – that we that we that we talk about when it comes to Tom Coughlin, but he also started to listen. Like he started a leadership council, so he had a connection. He had a a, a way to hear 
what was going on in the locker room. So changing, not really. Adding a process that allowed the players to feel trusted, absolutely. Do you think screaming constantly is sustainable? I don't think – I think that's an exaggeration. Well, that's the way I it's being described, though, that he's a screamer. constantly? Ah, but did you not get that impression from I this did, piece? I did, but, it, okay. that's, but that's game day. And on game day, like, anything goes, man. Like, you're just – it's emotion. It's a, it's a physical game. It's a, it's a fast-paced, like, exciting game. And if things don't go exactly like you, you know, rehearse them and the expectation is, is – is, is, not met because somebody makes a mistake, you should be pissed. No, I, I'm not saying one should never scream. Trust me, I was criticizing Robert Sala for being too soft on his players. Yes. I'm just asking a question that if Brian Dayball, and I'm not there all the time. Right. To me, I, it sounds like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't, if you're but not winning. at the end of the day, you got to be yourself. I you, agree, you have to be authentic. All and I'm, all and I'm, I think that's Dave's. All I'm asking, though, is if he's screaming all the time. Does he scream during practices, Sean? You've been at practices. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, he does? Okay. He does, but... The only coach I've seen, and I've been to, I guess now, four different head coaches training ups that didn't really scream was Pat Shermer. Uh, that didn't work. Joe Judge was a screamer, I, too. I yeah. am not saying this is destined to fail. I'm asking a, a simple question. If we assume he is screaming constantly at coaches and players during practice, as Sean has witnessed, and during games, do you think... I trust your answer. I'm not even going to argue with you. Yeah. You're a former player. Do you think that will cause players to say, I'm done listening to this clown? No, I don't. Okay. You know, and to that point... We witnessed last year Dexter Lawrence and Andrew Thomas, the two teams' best players, come to contract agreements without going to free agency. We witnessed Saquon Barkley. Now, whatever happens this year is one thing. Not miss a single snap of training camp coming to a slight agreement above a franchise tag. Like, to me, if Dable was that big a problem being a screamer, you'd have more players revolting already that had the opportunity, and the star players have not. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.